his eyes Cry every night For you These arms Long to hold you From an intercontinental journey is uh, myself after a very disappointing Patriots-Cowboys match, as they say, across the pond. Uh, I'm back from my German and Irish trip, KP and Tyler, via Zoom. I'm fighting some jet lag. I'm fighting just my body being consumed with alcohol. Uh, at a at just I'm at an all-time low right now. I'm very, very down. I'm down horrendous right now. It's a bad look for me. Um, hired right now. It's 8.45. That's a little jet lag hitting me. I can't even think about another beer. I'm down hard. I'm going to say right now, so I don't know. I don't know when you left. Maybe like last Thursday? By Yeah, Thursday night. Correct. By By Friday, we were already like... There were there were conversations in the group about like if Tony were to get arrested in Germany, <laughs> like what's the protocol? Here's Who the thing. knows? Okay, so here's the thing about Germany or Munich because that's the only town I went to. I well, no, I'll say it's I've been to like one extremely uh, beautiful and like just like out of anybody's capability to ever go to. It wasn't by my choice. It was just a work trip. It was like a fucking Malibu like super famous resort town in Italy. So excluding that, I've been to a few other towns in, uh, in Europe. Munich, by far the cleanest. I mean, fucking, you could eat off the ground. The police are everywhere. And maybe part of that has to do with Oktoberfest. But just no crime. Everyone is fucking having a blast. It's weird, though, because everything shuts down at like 8 p.m., for a big city, like there's a giant city, the trains are on time, the fucking, there's an app, they're down to the fucking millisecond of where this fucking train's gonna come. It literally, it'll be like, be there in eight seconds and you just count it down, you just see it come through the tunnel. I mean, it couldn't have been a better scenario for me. I stayed at a high-class hotel with a spa. I will say, you should, if you are gonna go to Germany or Europe, you, you just, you just uh, catch up on your metric system and your, uh, in, in, in Celsius Fahrenheit, because I, I was working off a hangover on day number two of Oktoberfest, and I decided to use the sauna, try and get a sweat out of me. I went up there, it said 90, um, 90 Celsius. I was like, ah, that's not that bad. I went in with a guy. I was like, I'll do 20 minutes. I, I started it's, like a buck, it's like a buck 20 there. You, you think that. I Googled it after. It's 194 degrees. <laughs> I was, I was fucking literally cooking my body. I went in there so fucking, probably still drunk. I'll tell you this story from the night before. But anyway, it was like, I was like so fucking hungover and I think still drunk. And I was like, my neck, my necklace, my chain, what has a medallion on it as a North Shore man would. And it was, it was, it was searing my body skin off. And like, cause I was leaning forward cause I couldn't breathe. Cause I couldn't realize how hot, how hot it was. 
And there's just some just naked European guy with not an ounce of fat on him. He just kept leaning back and then just like literally put his hands on his chest and then just wipe down his body as, as fast as he could with his hands and all the sweat would just go up in the air and down. I'm like, <laughs> I can't. I, I had to leave in like six minutes. It was a poor decision. Then I went into like a freezing cold shower to try and wake myself up, but it brought me back. But I'll tell you what, Oktoberfest is a real fucking hoot. I mean, we went, I went on uh, Saturday and Sunday last week, and Saturday I got there early. They're handing out this shit. You know, we sit down with some Australians, and a Welsh guy comes over, and they're like, ah, fuck you, fuck you. And they're, they don't know who he, I have fucking no idea who he is. And um, they're like, you ruined uh, Australian rugby. And he apparently is like some legendary like the team captain of the Welsh rugby team. <laughs> and he starts sitting down, right? I just got in the tent. He looks at me with his hand like in a V almost. And he goes, can I? I said, can I what? And he goes, he wipes the sweat off my head because I had been like basically walking through 78 <laughs> in, my, in my leader hose. And it's like 78, 80 degrees, but I sprinted to get into a tent. You have to fight to get a table, all this shit. And he wipes it off and then he licked it. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh. And then all of a sudden, the guys start offering this white substance out of a vial. I'm like, okay, what's happening here? I can see what Oktoberfest is really about. So they start like doing, doing it, and I'm like, okay, that's weird. Whatever. But I guess that's the fucking thing. It's the vibe. So I start getting beers, and the guys like pointed to me. They're like, you want some? I was like, oh, no, I don't do that. I'll fucking have a panic attack. Dude. They're like, it's not drugs. It's peppermint. And they just sell it there. It's like a, it's like a peppermint cocaine, basically. You do it exactly like cocaine. It looks exactly like cocaine, but they sell it like in the shop, and it just like gives you like a quick like like an almost like a uh, what do you call that shit? Smelling salt, but it's peppermint. It just goes up your nose and like burns for a second, kind of alert alerts your forehead. What does it do to you? Nothing. It just they, you get like a three second burst of energy. It's weird, but like they sell it. And it was, did like, you like fuck, it? No, I mean whatever. I only did it like the one time, and it was like kind of cool, and my nose was kind of like numb for a second i'm like is there a drugs in this for real because but then i went and saw them outside in the tents and they were selling it like literally just around everywhere it's fucking weird and then i was like i wonder what would happen if i try to take this home to america but um anyway we were all fucking uh just like the beers are flowing i mean it's just wildness i mean this fucking uh, the tents are the size of fucking i mean i don't even know how many people fit in it it's got to be it's got to be ten thousand deep in a tent and there's like five, ten tents, big ones. And we went, I was, you know, doing three or four beers. And again, there's another way, another reason why you got to remember your uh, conversions. Because these, these beers are leaders. I'm like, these are going down fast, smooth, delicious. I must have had me about four in the first tent. Pop to the second tent. Now, mind you, a liter is about three 12-ounce beers or something like that. It's like close to that. So I had had like, I don't know, 12 beers in the first tent. Moved to the second tent. Sat with some Sicilians, which is usually never a great idea. But I thought maybe because I had Sicilian heritage, I was uh, we we were gonna vibe. I thought we were having a blast. One of the guys loved Tom Where? Brady, and I think it was just a rookie move. Because then he was like, "I think I'm almost positive that they drugged me. I can't prove it, but I lost my wife. I lost myself. All of a sudden, I just remember like literally, I was next to them, and then like three hours later, I'm in the middle of this giant carnival. And my wife's grabbing me. And thank God me and her put our fucking, like, find your iPhone things on each other because I would have been dead inside of Munich Festival because I was fucking gone. I found it. 
I found her for a while and said she was in the sauna, but I couldn't really. <laughs> yeah, with the guy that was I wiping his sweat. Out. Dude, she grabbed me by the shoulder. She said, Where did you go? I said, Where did I go? Where did you? I had no idea where the fuck I was. I was like, <laughs> I, th- I might have been standing there like a zombie for hours and had no idea. Anyway, it was a fucking shit show. And then that was, so that was the day before. And I was so hungover and I think still drugged from the night before. I think they dosed me. Whatever that old school thing was that in the 70s that they would like dose you with fucking drugs. Not just in Sicily, but in like uh, in like Boston, just fucking with you to like f- get you fucked up and rob you. Like I felt like that's what happened to me, but I was still with it enough. But I just black. I've I never blacked out before. I had no idea that we went to dinner. I like we had all like a whole rest of the night, and I didn't. I missed it. Whatever. Then we went back the second day and had a better time. I uh, just went to tents. This is a great. That's a great city. I'd recommend it to anyone. But Dublin, whole different story. I know you got d- different Dublin stories. I mean, I went to. We popped over to Dublin a couple days because I wanted to get closer to home. And uh, it's a little wild. I mean, it's, it's fun, but I, I, I would recommend staying at the touristy areas. I mean, that place is kind of, I mean, it's taking a turn for the worst. I'll be honest for you. I mean, it looks a lot like Boston in, in the fact that, like, they covered up all the fucking uh, characteristics of actual Dublin with, like, fancy office buildings. Those don't even, there's nothing else that exists anymore. It's just like all the old like row houses in Dublin are hidden behind giant Microsoft buildings. Um, and yeah, we were there for like five minutes and we were just like used for being in Munich and even London 10 years ago walking it. And then we were like, let's walk to the um, oldest because we just got there at like 2.45. So we're like, let's, uh, let's walk to the oldest pub in Ireland. It's like fucking five minutes away. So I was like, cool, let's do it. I mean, we walked down one street and fucking, I mean, you're, you're, you're playing fucking hopscotch over heroin needles. And fucking, <laughs> I mean, it was fucking absurd. And then there's like three Irish, obviously Irish guys, like clearly homeless or unhoused, as they'll say. And they were, I was like, fuck me. Like, we were in an alley. And like, it just didn't, it didn't have the vibe. Like, they were drinking. It was fucking daytime. Uh, and I was like, oh, man, I'm like, I'm going to have to die right now in an Irish alley fucking one minute into this. And it was just so shady. And I was just like, you know, I ain't doing this shit anymore. It just didn't look like I thought it was going to look. And I don't know if it's because it's gray, like, all day. But, you know, once I got, I was, I learned my lesson. I'm like, I'm not walking fucking anywhere anymore. And I'm just going to stay at, like, the fucking touristy fucking traps. Um, but, yeah, that brazen head was the, pretty cool. That was the uh, oldest pub in Ireland. That, that, that guy was like, oh, fun fact, by the way. So I had not known this. Maybe you knew it, Tyler. Uh, but I go, eh. For some reason, because I knew Guinness was like, this is what they make it with Guinness. So I was like, uh, you know, I had eight and I had a bunch of Guinness and I hate, I don't even like Guinness. And I go, do you make a, a, a black and tan? And they go, no, 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 don't, don't ever order those in Ireland. The fucking bartender said, and because there's the um, black and tans were like fucking some, I don't know what country because I'm an idiot, but they come from some troop and just used to shoot fucking people on site in Dublin. So like, oh, Fun. Like, they'll never make it. Or an Irish car bomb, they say. It says, nope, not going to make oh, it. Well. Not gonna make that. Yeah, that's the IRA. So they did something like they came and aided the IRA and was like shooting just Irish citizens a long time ago. So don't order that because they will get mad at you. So I just happened to have a nice bartender that was like, you're obviously a fucking idiot. Uh, he, he, he actually said, he explained to me, he's like, that's like going to America and ordering a 9-11. I was like, uh, I don't know if it's quite like that. But... <laughs> <laughs> see. Wow. Yeah. But That's I was like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was cool. I enjoyed it. I mean, I was drinking in the pubs, as they would say. I mean, every place was almost the exact same. But 
I like the food. I'll tell you what, I had one of the best meals of my life in Ireland. A place called FX Buckley's. Oh, man, I'd look it up. This guy, it was, he owns a bunch of restaurants. I, he's, he must be dead, but like his family owns it. Apparently, and the guy, again, the guy that told me about the brown shirt thing, or the black and brown, not the brown shirts, the black and, black, uh, black and tans, um, he was saying that this guy owns like just a zillion cows, doesn't sell them to anyone else. He breeds them and makes them from his own restaurant. So me and my wife went for lunch to this one because there's several of them. They're all named different thing, but they're FX Buckley is the owner. And he will say, like, I think I went to Bull and Castle by FX Buckley. And I went and I swear to God, it was I can't think of a better meal I've ever had. And it wasn't that expensive either. I think me and my wife was 160 euros with alcohol. I got fucking a 22 ounce ribeye with like this delicious sauce, mushrooms and obviously a bunch of potatoes and shit. Um, Not one thing was under a 10. I mean, just the worst thing there was mashed potatoes, which was shocking. I got, I mean, you actually, you find out what meat is supposed to taste like because you go to other countries and it's just so tender. It's so delicious. It doesn't have like that little chemical taste that all our meat has. You're like, oh, this is, this is food. This is what food is supposed to be. This is why he has a monopoly on his own cows and just decided that, you know what, I'm going to own them and then, he, they're reasonably priced. I mean, like a fucking, I mean, it was normal kind of steakhouse pricing, but like you could get a 20 ounce steak for like 45 euro, which was pretty fucking insane. I mean, and, it, and then the best thing was the fucking mushrooms. The mushrooms were the size of your fist. And I'm like, oh, fuck. They were my favorite part of it. I mean, if you're ever in, in, in Ireland, I think they're all over the place. I would check out my, my buddy FX Buckley. And they were pouring some strong Irish whiskey, my friends. It sounds like you were like, oh, uh, we're in South Boston. We're just going to walk down Mass Ave and go to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> you just walked into the worst part of Ireland. Yeah, I know. I, I, it, well, it was weird. So I was asking the guy, like, like it was, it was kind of, like, shocking because I was, like, used to – like I said, I just came from Munich, which was, like, the cleanest city. You didn't see – I mean, I was at a fucking place where there was, like – I saw uh, two fights, right? There was, like, one fight with a uh, – just a fucking, and they were all, they were Italians the whole time. It was always Italian guys. And there was, so we show up to the second day and this guy, he's only speaking Italian and I know a little Italian. And he's like, he's like, quanti, quanti, quanti. And I say, two, it's just us two. So they asking me how many people want to sit at the table. He's, Cause he's like, so people like sit at the tables and they're all unreserved in certain areas. And you have to ask to sit with them because they're there and you don't know if somebody's in the bathroom. And they're like, yeah, sit down. So we sit. And, uh, you know, nobody comes over. There's, like, a huge empty table. And, like, we soon found wh- out why, like, it was empty. Because this guy was a psychopath. And his friends came over. And there was, like, these, this group of Canadians behind us that looked like they were maybe 18, 19, something like that. And they, they were, like, the benches are fucking airtight. I mean, they're fucking, you're back on back with the guy behind you and hip on hip to the person next to you. And people are standing on the tables. And this guy starts getting upset that the guy behind him is, like, pushing into him. He puts this fucking Canadian kid in a chokehold to, like, <laughs> to the point where he's almost dead. Like, he was shocked. Like, his eyes were opening like he was about to be killed. Like, and then his friend stopped him. And then they kept, like, hugging and kissing and being like... Like, the Canadian guy was, like, so confused as to what was happening. Because it was just like, I hate this guy. Why does he keep trying to, like, make up after we have these brawls? And it happened, like, two or three more times. And his friends kept stopping him. And then the guy kept going over to him trying to hug. And he's like, no, fuck yourself. And then... um you know, later on in the in the day, 
He's like letting two two or more people in, and it's like he's just acting like he's the capo de regime of the table. He's like acting like he literally owns the table. It's the weirdest fucking thing I've ever been to been in my life. He's only speaking Italian, no English, not even attempting German English, nothing. And um, you know, and they're just giving shit to everybody. And then later on, uh, his buddy's fucking blacked out, drunk, right? And then there's a guy who looks like Brock Lesnar, who I later found out is on like the Dangerous Catch or what's that that show, the Crab Hunting Show, whatever. He's deadliest catch. Deadliest catch. He looks like fucking Brock Lesnar, but he's like six eight German dude, and he fucking stood up and was like gonna kill these guys. And they're starting to get into a fight because they're in the aisle, right? And this fucking got this lady is holding a literally a table of ro- hot roasted chicken. That's like fucking. I mean, there must have been twenty plates on it, and they wouldn't get out of the aisle. So like. The waiter's coming over, like, guys, get out of the way. And then the guys just wouldn't move. And for some reason, the guy, like, starts choking the waiter. And the fucking other guy starts, you know, the, and then the waiter doesn't back down. He's pushing him, punching him. And the fucking, they're calling for security. Secu- one security guy comes over, like, breaks up for a second. I mean, these guys are choking each other. And then the Italian guy throws his fucking beer on the waiter. While this lady's holding, I mean, it was this talk about an athletic achievement. This lady's holding twenty roasted chicken above her head while people are having a slugfest in front of her. Security's trying to break it up. I mean, there's Canadians crying in the corner. Fucking Brock Lesnar over here in the corners, ready to throw fucking his meat hooks to save everybody. And um, all you know, all of a sudden, you know, finally it breaks up, and fucking security's like Disney, like pulls him out of there. And everyone's happy. Yeah, fuck you, fuck you. And then, the, like, five Asian people come and sit at the table, like, immediately. And I was like, oh, this is great. And then I swear to God, the guy runs over. I'm like, what is this? The fucking guy came back. The Italian guy came back. I was like, what does it take to get thrown out of this fucking place? And he just wanted to make, he wanted to tell the Chinese people that it was okay for him, for them to sit at his table. Like, he really thought he was the captain oh. of the table. He's like, okay, it was. No, it's okay, it's okay. It's pretty nice of him to let him sit at his yeah. table. He was fucking, you know? It was nuts. I mean, that was really the only fight I saw there. I mean, Dublin, I was like, I felt like I was ready. To, I, had to, I, f- I felt like I was on a 10 a couple times. Like, I almost had to go. Like, there was, like, an old man I, the first night that I was like, I got to go with this guy, I think. Like, he, he was testing me. I was wearing a Syracuse shirt. He's like, you play in the NFL. I was like, why would I play, why would I play in the NFL? And I was just like, he was just literally, I mean, he was, he was legless, and it was nine. And then night two, another drunk guy was watching Manchester United lose, and he threw a glass off the wall. Didn't get thrown out of the bar at all. Was still watching, ordering more drinks. And I'll tell you what, I've had a Guinness, too. I love that guy. The fact that you can just fire a glass off the wall, you just know that's what that guy does. That guy fires glass glasses off the wall at that bar all the time. Yeah, when Manchester United loses. And he fucking was so yeah. mad. And he sat down. He didn't bother anyone, but like he was just like, I was just like, this is crazy. Like, you just don't get thrown out of place. You just destroy shit. And then, um, yeah, it's just wild. Like, you just, like, I went to just, I was just like, I'm just going to be at the touristy place. I'm too old to get beat up by this old Irish man. Uh, you know, there's still Irish people ever, everywhere else. I just don't feel like fist fighting them. Maybe if I was with my homeboys and not my wife, it would have been a different story. But when I was there, uh, we were just kind of walking around here, walking through an area that had like a bunch of outdoor tables. And, you know, it's kind of like a street you couldn't drive down. And this, I see this kind of like crazy woman like walking down the street, and I'm like, this lady's fucking nuts. I say to the like, I'm with my neighbor. He at the time he's like, I don't know, 16 or 17, and I'm like, this lady's nuts. I'll watch out for her. And she walks over, and she picks up a glass off someone's table, just spikes it off the ground, starts pulling the the tablecloths off tables with full, you know, 
plates and everything, just smashing glasses. And my neighbor, he's 17 at the time, he looks over at me, he goes, what's up with this lady? She's out of her mind. But she was in air shot. She comes over and gets an oh, inch no. in his face, spitting at, like, doing the talk where it's just spitting onto his face as she's yelling knows. at him. I had to just, like, push this obviously insane woman away. And I'm just like, get out of here, get out of here. She fucking, she keeps walking down the street. And as she goes, she picks up another glass and just fires it right at our feet. This is, this is living. It's wild. I mean, the guy, I mean, it's, it's a different experience. I mean, I, there's like, like I said, I, they're just hiding the character of it. That's just, it's not there anymore. It's hidden behind fucking Microsoft and whatever fucking Twitter buildings they built in front of it. But it looks like like exactly like, um, it looks like exactly like, um, what do you call it? Like fucking, um, Sea, the seaport looks like now like they just built a bunch of glass buildings covering up fucking south boston you know what i mean and then um you know i mean i did end up having a good time and ate well and drank a plenty a fucking for the people that say that guinness tastes better in the guinness factory that's a lie it tastes like every soggest guinness i've ever had I'll tell you that i didn't think anything was different uh the whiskey the one thing actually i will say that did taste better there was a uh a nice gin and tonic so if you're ever in, uh, I think that that's, that's, you know, that's mainly like a British and an Irish thing. So like I ordered a Bombay Sapphire and tonic, like I get everywhere. And I, they said, do you want a gin glass? I said, I don't know what that is, but it sounds like a plan to me. And it's basically just a giant wine glass. So I found, kind of felt like a gay, but I got it. And it was like, it's not just like a regular wine glass. It's like, it's got a huge stem to it. It's like 12 inches. It's like fucking way up off the ground. So I drank it and I was like, wow, this tastes excellent it was like the exact amount and not for nothing too they measure out every single shot that they put in a drink like to the to the milli ounce so i think that might aid the flavor too because i think most people in america just overserve everyone which is weird because most of the irish people i encountered were in a blackout so i don't know that was the trip in hey, the fellas like to have a good time i don't they don't need to be told I don't when, know, why what, what is do, buzzing who's KP, is your phone buzzing on your bed or something? No. Don't you? Who keeps hearing the buzz? I keep hearing a buzz. Oh, that's my. Uh, sorry, I was playing it. with my computer. I, I was playing it. with I my knew computer. It. I knew Not it had to phone. be you. That's my. I knew it had to be fucking it. you. Where is it? Playing with my computer. Look, look. I don't have much to add to the story. All I heard about was some guy rubbing his dick on Tony and Tony trying to square up in the text uh, message. Did I, yeah, so that, that was the and same thing before. To, and, and then but, I, I of all people, had to inform Tony that they do indeed use the metric system over there, and that <laughs> classic mix-up. It was a classic mix-up. I mean, I look, I knew. I just didn't understand. You know, a leader was because I've listen. I've dabbled in the soda game. I know what one liter is, right? I just don't. I didn't convert it to ounces. You know what I mean? I didn't know that one liter was like three and a half beers. And I drank like, I was like, maybe I wasn't drugged because I had like six of those beers. So that's like eighteen. So it was like like in like three hours. Uh, yeah, so, when you said I was in a blackout after six, I was like, that's a Tuesday in the basement for yeah. you. Like, what are you talking about? I didn't realize it was multiplied. And they're just so cold. They just flow so nicely. And everyone everyone else was just so polite. I mean, I had a great time. I would recommend Munich to anybody. But I didn't know. Uh, anyway, did yeah. you watch the Patriots? You watched the Patriots. Listen, I, it was on. I was watching it. I got Red Zone on my computer, and I wasn't able to watch the live broadcast, but it was the 4 o'clock game, so it wasn't as bad. So I saw, like, every good play, which was, like, the one pass to Pop Douglas, and then, like, just horrendous highlight after horrendous highlight, and I was just watching Twitter blow up, and I, was, I just had enough of Mac Jones's 
attempt at being like Patrick Mahomes. Like there was times like Tyler's been talking about it on the pod where like he needs to work on his escapability or like get out of the pocket and move and throw. And he was doing in this game when he didn't have to. And I made me wonder if it was part of the game plan, get out of the pocket and move. Because it worked, obviously, on the one play to Pop Douglas. But then he kept trying to do it. He threw against the fucking body. I'm like, what is this on fucking On back-to-back play. I don't know if you saw that. He did I it. it was, I knew he won the, to Kendrick Bourne, right? And he barely caught it. Then he did it again. Which what On the doing? next play. It wasn't like he did it five plays later out of necessity. He did it the next play. He was like, oh, you know what? This shit really worked well, so I'm going to do it <laughs> He again. got that by an inch, maybe. Let's do it again and telegraph it to the fucking defense and let him know I'm going to do this. Well, the other thing is, like, I mean, it's not like he has a cannon of an arm. It's not the like, case. It wasn't even an arm. I mean, touch- nobody makes that pass. He's throwing a touch pass across the field. He's throwing a finesse pass across the It's not a bullet where he's like, no, oh, like Josh Allen or fucking jo- uh, Herbert doesn't. Nobody makes that throw. Maybe those ones get broken up and not pick six, like a gentle Pop Warner pick six. But I mean, that's like that reminds me of like a, a '90s pass where Deion Sanders like ran it all the way back. You know what I mean? Like just something that looks so easy. Yeah, it was. It's like when the back in the era where they didn't pass the ball. It was like, oh, this would be sick if I did this, and he. Yeah. I don't know what he was thinking because he had a, he could have just like stepped up and nobody yeah. was open. Of course, nobody was open because I'm sick of this nobody's open shit. I saw plenty of open by like two yards or 1.5 yards, whatever NFL open is. I've seen fucking quarterbacks make plays on on less open guys left and right. No, I'm I mean, I agree. This, this was a gross step back from back. But if you just like ignore that our receivers do stink, they are bad at playing receiver. Our best receiving target is Hunter Henry. And that's just point blank. There's no other questions about it. Kendrick Bourne, I don't know what happened to him after week one, but I'd like him to rejoin the game, the team. Hunter, the team Hunter Henry them. was the only guy that caught more passes from Mac Jones than the Dallas defender that caught two interceptions. That's a fucking fact. The, the, whoever, that's whatever, a that fact. Guy, and you know what would help? You know what would help Mac Jones since he might stink? You know what would help him? If we could run the ball. You know, what the fuck's going on there? I don't know. They were bursting up the middle and fucking – having a couple runs, and they were getting called back. And Wenu was fucking fat fuck. Couldn't, he was getting called for penalties every fucking set of downs. They make one good run, penalty. They false start, false start. This team, I mean, I've said it for fucking four years. They can't, if it gets to first, you know, second and 11, first and 11, you might, you might as well punt because, like, there's no point in, in, in trying. They haven't, like, they, they can't get, I mean, they've been doing it a little bit better this year. We're, like, you know, fucking getting first downs on third and distance, but... Like, I mean, it's so bad, the fact that they can't, like, convert easy third downs. I mean, even just the fucking, the play's drawn up right. Mac doesn't step into it. Lobs the ball over fucking Gesicki's head, off his hands. I mean, like, he, why not? He didn't step into it. He was scared of fucking Micah Parsons all game. And he's fucking, I don't know. I mean, granted, granted, I am scared of Micah Parsons, too, and I'm in my bed. That guy's so good, dude. That guy's but- a Dan Dan Quinn. Did, the, yeah, that's fine. But the thing around. is, like, as soon as he missed that ball to Gasecki, which it's like, all right, every pass and every game is like this. It's like, oh, if Gasecki could have just made like a great play for him, or if this guy could have done that for him, it's like it's always that. It's like everyone needs to somehow do something for him to make him good. Which that's an easy kind of throw in the back of the end zone. You got to hit an open, open tight end, and and then you go and then you take a lead, and then we play from there. But instead, you kick the field goal. 
It's kind of depressing. You had a good drive. And then from there, they come down, score a touchdown. And then the next play, you – which, I mean, that was honestly as worse as any of the interceptions was scrambling to the left in a slow jog and thinking that no one's going to be chasing you from behind. What the, I mean, I, I'm not exactly. as mad about that. Was that the I, next drive? It was the fourth and one sneak the next drive. That was the fourth. No, that was, that was the next drive. They, the fumble happened next. Fumbled. But I'm not, I'm not as mad about the fumble. I mean, obviously – how about have a little feel? You know, you, you left the pocket for a reason. Yeah. But I don't I don't hate him, like, attempting to look down the field because there's been chances to do that. But, like, a little feel there, pal. How about a little feel? I mean, you got to know somebody's it, coming, dude. Like, just talk I mean, and you run. didn't even – you weren't even running. You were jogging out, like, I looking mean, for that, a pass. I mean, that is exactly what you've been asking for, him to jog out and look to make a play. That's what he was doing. He just didn't have any feel. Yeah, but – in, in no in no scenario, you're not getting sacked. In no well, scenario, you're not getting sacked. To the side where he has to set up. If he ran, if he's scrambling out to the right, different story. He's scrambling well, to the left where out he has to, to right. turn his body. To you can't right. scramble out to the right because Awenu, I don't know what's happened to that guy, but there's I, I re-watched a lot of the game, unfortunately. That was one of the worst displays I've ever seen a human being put on playing, playing professional wow. football. I mean, he did have plenty of time to scramble to the right when he threw the pick six. He, yeah, he, he had all he had one, the world. At he one was point, sitting there looking around and then just threw, a, threw an interception for no reason. Well, so he, he, I, I think I stopped watching. I was like, I couldn't watch it anymore. I shut it off like right before halftime when he's trying to like again make the uh, – the because um, we're trying to do a double score. And I think he threw the pick six on the, on the, double, on the, uh, on the final drive of the half, right? Second then, to last. Yeah, right. But it was basically the last. So like he, just, he, it would have been the last. But so he's running down to like, and then they he, like they let him throwing it again, and he's like jogs to the right and just throws it right in the guy's chest instead of throwing it unbelievable. away. Unbelievable! I was like, this is fucking insane. I said, what's that's one of the worst things I've ever seen. I mean, Matt Patricia and Joe Judge didn't fuck this dude's head up that much to be like all of a sudden you're the making plays like that. Like you lucky I didn't catch that. Like Bill should have fucking thrown him out of the game. Honestly, at that point, he was clearly hey, fucked up. Two plays where at one point he he's like kind of scrambling and he's running forward and he has a running back like over to his right, like kind of right at the line of scrimmage. And he like as he's running, he tries to throw the ball and his head just like malfunctions and he just like he like he throws almost like a shovel pass, but not really, just right at the defender's head. And then yeah, the next play that was. That was the worst play of the game. <laughs> it was the most unathletic thing I've ever seen in my life. And then the next play, he's, like, trying to, like, juke a safety, and he goes, like, left, right, and then just dives headfirst on the ground and just falls on the ground in front of the safety. He just I'm, not, puts I, his hands I'm not just going to sit here and blame Mac, though. I mean, the offensive line is an abomination, and I won't listen to anything else. If you can't run the ball in the National Football League, unless you have Mahomes, you're not going to win. Well, here's another we thing. Here's another for, statement. You can't pass the ball. So how is it – you can't pass it. You can't effectively uh, do play action. You never do it. So how could you even – I mean, they could just stack the box because they can cover our receivers with the bare minimum. Where are they going to – you can't run. Where are they running to? They'll put fucking four on the line and fucking, you know, put eight in the box and just cover our, you know, man-to-man -man, our receivers. Yeah, well, how about you get a receiver that can get, get – fuck – that's like a game changer. Look, I get you don't want me to say they're not open – you look at our team and you're like, oh, let's just play man because their best receiver is who? Who's our best receiver? Pop Douglas, and he plays 12 plays a game, so it doesn't matter. He's the most electric. But there's also 
There's no threat of him running the ball for anything ever. Joe Bur- there's no threat of Joe Burrow running anywhere. Justin Herbert's not running anywhere. You know what they have? Elite receivers. You know what we don't Did you have? See Herbert, Herbert the, had a big I, third. And Burrow kind of sucks. No, no, no. Herbert had a third and seven this weekend where he, he stiff-armed a safety and ran for 12 Matt yards on Jones the first down. Jones runs a 4-6. I mean, we act like he's slow. He would drag all of us in a race. He runs a 4-6. He can move. I don't want to hear he about his move oh, well, around. That's you big. get upset. All you keep saying is, I want, him to, I want him to run around. I want him to run around. And then he runs around, and you get mad at him. No way he can beat me at Stackpole. That's my home turf. Uh, listen, I was. That's the only place he might be able to win a game yeah. at this point. Is that Stackpole? No, I'm not that. I'm not that. Look, this game was atrocious, but I'm not going to go. I'm not going to blame it all on him. No, the whole too fucking there's, offense. There's a the lot whole of, offense is an abomination to the is, world. And it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. It's like. You had a whole offseason with Bill O'Brien. You added Gasicki. You added Juju. Stiff Schuster, again, does nothing. Fucking, I mean, Where's I don't know. Ramondre? I don't blame everyone. Is it Ramondre? Ramondre? I'm telling you. I just told you why. They can't pass it to anyone because they're always man-covered. So, fucking, everybody's in the fucking box, and they can't run. And Cole Strange is hurt and sucks. Uh, Dave Andrews is old. Um the who was playing right guard? I don't even know at this point. Low, he's all right. That guy right tries. Tackle. Yeah, I'm saying that they all try. Trent Brown's playing really well. It's just fucking like you can't get a push, and uh, it's embarrassing. It's really. I just can't have eighth year Ezekiel Elliott being better than Ramondre. I can't have it. Ramondre stinks now. He can't catch. He can't run. Like, what's this guy doing? I thought he was gonna have a thousand yards. If you'd asked me before the year, I would have guaranteed it. Well, listen. I mean, you guys called me crazy last week, but I said. This might be the game where we find out if Mac Jones is going to be the starter next week, next year. And I, I don't know. It doesn't look like he's going to be. He's going to be the starter Mac next Jones year because the- they have no choice. But he probably won't be the starter of the year after that, um, unless he makes a drastic turnaround. I say, I mean, there's some ridiculous Mac apologists out there. Like, listen, I want the guy to succeed more than anybody. I support him. I root for him. I want him to do good. This was the worst performance he's ever had. And somebody was like, this was Mac Jones' 34th game or 35th game. Here's what happened in Tom Brady's 34th game. He threw four interceptions at Buffalo. I was like, all right, calm the fuck down. Clearly, Tom Brady knew what he was doing. Not only did Tom Brady already win a Super Bowl, this season that you're pointing out, he wins the Super Bowl in that season. So it's not even Well, it's not too late. I mean, Mac can go to the Super Bowl this year. Mac is having one game, having one game of four interceptions happen to like Tom Brady once. Mac is making a habit of throwing multiple interceptions, no touchdowns. Probably Brady. I think Brady led the league in passing by then already once and touchdown passes once. Mac I just can't, can't ignore. Even get, he can't even jump into the top 20 of touchdown passes. I'm not, I'm not like, it, I'm not like, I think Mac played the worst game I've ever seen him play. Do I think he's the man for the job for the next 10 years? Right now, probably not. But I can't just like blame him for all this. Like, but I have to put some of the blame on Bill Belichick, and there's no way you can't. He constructed this dog shit offensive line, surrounded the, with no weapons. Name a weapon. Gasecki's supposed to be good. Oh, tell me I'm losing. number one receiver. Where's the number one receiver? We don't have one. Kendrick Bourne. Everybody's like Kendrick Bourne's gonna be good. He's five eleven and slow. He stinks. You're not wrong. Like there is a lack of like, there's a lack of like, uh, you know, Excitement. something on the offense. Excitement. But at the same time, the quarterback, for some reason, to me, like he doesn't give me anything. He doesn't give me any like 
he doesn't I just don't think he can like he's not helping himself at all. He can't scramble and run for first downs when it's like necessary. He's sliding in front of third and sevens. He'll slide two yards short of the first down. Yeah, his, consistently. I mean, he's made, like, like, he just doesn't have that. I think Julian Edelman said it, made it perfectly clear. It's like he's making rookie mistakes in year three. Like he's doing things wrong more than once. He's not. All right. Well, how this, much of this? How much of this is them giving him three different coaches in three years? Julian, listen, Josh McDaniels and fucking Bill O'Brien run the same offense, so I won't even have that. I, even, I've, I haven't even seen Bill O'Brien's dumbass at all, but I'd like to have a conversation with him because what Edelman, are we doing? Why Edelman are we running? Why are we running three tight end sets the whole game? Pharaoh Brown, God bless him, nice guy. Thank you for the touchdown. <laughs> he stinks. I don't what, want what, him to play. It's what San Francisco end. does. It's what San Francisco does all the time. They run three tight ends and then they yeah. They, they also have Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey. What are we talking? We have Kendrick Bourne and <laughs> and Devontae Parker. What are we talking I mean, about? I don't know. I don't know how. I just I, I can't get. Sw- he, I can't he just get. doesn't have any like. No, he doesn't. Also, he doesn't make you want to root for him, and I don't think you want to play for him. He's just that type of quarterback. It just is what it is. They all I mean, like it. The players like him. I think he's a players guy. I think – I do think he's been – I think Bill – it's impossible to not make Bill shoulder some of the blame because ever since Brady left, what are we doing? Like, I mean, listen, I mean, okay. You give I him a pass. You that. give him a pass on fucking the Cam Newton year. They, yes, I'll give him that. They got 100%. a late – they got a late fucking uh, – yeah, I'm not coming back from Tom Brady. I mean, of course that could have been avoided, but like – they, Tom and Giselle wanted out of there and fucking, you know, they had to fucking start from square one. So they, you know, they got who they had. They had fucking, uh, what's his name? The fucking kid from Auburn. And then they were like, oh, we got to get somebody better than this guy. So they got Cam. Him. I'll give him, and do. I'll give him a complete A. I'll give him an A on max rookie year. He made the playoffs with a rookie quarterback. That's awesome. The two years after that? I don't know. Like, oh. Last year was a mess. Absolutely a mess. And this year. He made the playoffs. No, they shouldn't have. They were below 500, and they lateraled the ball backwards. I can't say they should have made anything. We threw the ball <laughs> 30 man, yards backwards. To not only did we, gift, we did gift them that, that game, our best, our best receiver then went to that team after throwing the ball to their probably their best defender who's now in the loony bin. Fucking, I mean, what a fucking – And how about he that thing, that that, that, what, a, what a fucking butterfly effect that game had. I mean, literally sent Mac Jones into a spiral – Chandler Jones is fucking uh, in one flew over the cuckoo's nest, and Jacoby Myers is a raider. Jacoby Myers stinks now too. I was like, oh, I'm gonna check out how Jacoby Myers is doing. He, nothing. He's not doing anything over there. Jimmy Garoppolo sucks too, right? So he's done. He's not even. He didn't even play. He's hurt. You got to I mean, concussion. fucking Joe Burrow sucks this right. year. I mean, I, I don't know what the hell's happening. It's like the AFC stinks. If the page, all right. Look, here's my. I don't want to my, talk ourselves into a, a playoff. I'm putting my. Here. I'm putting my. Well, because I'm going to be there in two weeks for the Bills game. It's a necessity that these morons win the next two games. If they lose, I'm can't. I cancel my ticket mid game against Dallas because I'm so mad. <laughs> I know you did. I'm not coming. It's, it's canceled. It's canceled. I'm not going. I'm on standby. I canceled. I canceled it, and I texted Katie. I texted her a picture of it, and she said. You better rebook it. <laughs> I was like, damn it. I guess I have to. Why would you? We do need to talk up maybe a little bit about the conversation in the group that day. What? I think apologies need to be. I think I need. I was. Okay. So I am a Mac truther. Everybody knows that. I'm down heavy on Mac. 
And all I, I made fun of Tyler. I called him dumb. And then Mac immediately fumbled it through an interception. So I owe Tyler an apology because now I am squarely on the top. I'm on the top link of the Mac feds. I'm yeah. ready to jump Not off. Not only that, you left the podcast last week after I made pretty much – I pretty much predicted exactly what Mac Jones might have happened to him. And, I mean, you could just see him falling apart. He just – I don't know. He's I don't gonna see lose, because – He's going to lose older Patriots fans – uh, I mean, I don't think he has any. No, he's not. No, and older, older Patriots fans are fucking, they were willing to go through a lot. I think I think the Brady stuff just in the Belichick thing, like, I mean, people are souring on Belichick now, and I just can't have that. I mean, it's hard for me. I am souring. Defense. He I am souring on him a little bit. I have to sour on him a little bit because, only because, I think the defense is great. I'm not going to blame them for anything because they are hurt. There, we might be in a bad way here. They had on to defense. bring back fucking a guy. They literally just brought back J.C. Jackson because he had a court date. Like he, they literally like, ah, it's easier for him just to play here because he fucking got court yeah, every week. Or, you know, they, cool. That's what he said. They was, he showed up in a blazer today. I was like, yeah, he was in. He was at jail today. He had to go. He had to go. Was that? Play. Was that some of the? That was one of like the all-time Bill move right there too. Oh, yeah. They he got he gets signed for eighty-two million. They bring him back for one point two million. Dude, yeah, we paid, the slide, fucking dude. Chargers paid him forty million for like six games, and he was the Chargers terrible. paid him. The Chargers are paying him seven, 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 all seven, seven million, seven hundred, whatever. And we paid him one point two, and he's he's one hundred percent having a pick on Derek Carr this week. One hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, and he's going to be our thing, best corner already. Hey, they showed uh, they showed film from like the it was the Chargers played the uh, Dolphins week one, and then week two we played them, and they're like, "What the hell was going on with J.C. Jackson? He was getting burnt." And they just showed it. He was on press man on Tyreek Hill oh with no God. help over the top, just yeah. getting burnt over and over. And they're like, "That's never who he, he can't. I wonder why he sucks now." Yeah. It's like, oh, hmm. Maybe the, co- the coach might have no fucking idea what he's doing because that is the exact wrong way to do that. I mean, I really don't love. I will say, Judon, God bless him, love him. He's good. We we needed him until December. More Keon White makes me happy. Yeah, I'm fine I like with that, that too. Christian Gonzalez fucking hurting his shoulder really bums. That bums me out because he was having an elite season. Like uh, on a ready stupid to, like, tackle too, a stupid one. You know, he was going to win Defensive Player uh, Rookie of the Year. But I, I'm telling here's a. I mean, torn labrum is not. You know end of the world here. I mean, I saw a fucking Dante Hightower play an entire season through the Super Bowl, tackle Marshawn Lynch at the goal line with a torn labrum. I mean, I will say it, I tore that my seems labrum. Like that's probably a harder uh, position to play with a torn labrum than cornerback. But I mean, maybe you don't want to risk it on a non-Super Bowl year, but. And on a rookie contract, you gotta get, we, whatever. I mean, let the kid get fixed. If he comes back, he comes back. Jack Jones, two weeks, they said. John Jones, I don't even know if John Jones on the team anymore. The one that I hate that I'm going to say this. The one that could make a difference is that dumb string being Tyquan Thornton might help the team. He's not going to help the team. I mean, what are I you, know, again, but like I want to convince say? myself. Let's add another guy to the group of nobody guys. You can't find That's the any problem. guys. We got too many guys. We got no guys. Let me put let me put something out there. The Bengals lose again. Bengals go to one and four. Do you make the move for T Higgins? Why does that make us? Is it is it a playoff push? Is it all of a sudden become a playoff push for the Patriots? I mean, well, I they, think if you win the next two, you surely are squarely in the mix yeah, for a while. If you get card. back to five hundred, you're three. I mean, you're, let's talk about this. They're only one game back right now. Yeah, we should we should mention that. I'm not saying they're out of the picture, dude. They could beat the Saints this week. They could beat the Raiders next week. They could be three and three playing Buffalo. 
and then with the kid in town, which is a guarantee. You shocked the world and beat Buffalo at home. I mean, we're insane people. We are. Our quarterback just threw it across his body, a pick six across his body on a. Listen, people have good games now. Everyone's fucking blowing Zach Wilson for having a good game against Kansas City and losing. It really wasn't even that good of a game. I watched the whole thing. It wasn't that impressive of a football. It was in. It was in New York, right? Yeah, all he was doing was dropping back and throwing it to his first read. Oh, by the way, who's Garrett Wilson? Oh, by the way, who's a dude? Mac doesn't have – we don't have anyone we can just drop back. And, oh, my first read's going to 100% be open. Mac hey, has to remember, go his, his full progression. That's not fair. Hey, remember the Jets game when we were like, hey, how come they're not throwing the ball in the second half? Well, I think we pretty much figured that one out, why they don't really trust Mac wow, we got to do lead, anything at We got to lead by mistake. Let's just stay right here and continue I, on. I still, I'm like, whatever. Like, Dude, I just, we did, well, we, that's a bury the ball game. Listen, people have bad games. That's his worst game. He hasn't been anywhere close to that bad before, though. Ever. So like, in his life, I'm sure. Never in his being. Never been. Like, that was like him going way outside of himself. Like, that was, like, the problem with, the biggest problem I have with it is that he was too, he fucking looked too small for the moment. You know what I mean? A four o'clock game in Dallas like gave him like deer in the headlights. Like what would you, I, I'm mean, not like whatever. Not unlike I like when he went to play in Buffalo in the fucking playoffs. I mean, he's kind of like that there too. Blowout. Yeah. Totally. But he also, the biggest game of his career, he had the, I mean, against Brady, he played lights out. So like, oh. I don't, I'm about to say, I don't know that. Didn't like, the they moment. score 16 points in that game? That's, yeah. I wouldn't call that lights out. They yeah, didn't he, break the twenties. Yeah, but that he can't played be lights well. out. Like, what we don't score points, Tyler. We don't score points. We're going to have to just come to terms with, if we get double digits, we might win. We got a chance I, at it. I, listen, I remember the I remember the days when we used to average 35 with fucking Bill O'Brien coaching up the offense. Yeah, what is Bill O'Brien doing running for the Pharaoh Brown set? Like, what are we doing here? That's his Run guy. He brought him in on purpose. He controlled that entire acquisition. And listen, it's been paying off. I know what the big deal is. How about Mac Jones' inability to get a fourth and one QB sneak? I mean, they're doing this tush push, which where you don't have a two hundred seventy five pound quarterback uh, with fucking. Well, the problem is the t- lineman behind the tush- pushing. The difference, yeah, the tush push for us. Why did we do it with a running back? Every other team does it with two left guards. They do it with, it with t- a- yeah, they do it with linemen and a two hundred sixty pound quarterback well, and a good offensive line. We do it with a bad offensive line, a fucking uh, a, a child built quarterback, and Juju Smith Schuster pushing him. Here's the other thing about that too is you didn't need to sub out your like your wide receivers. Like I think they had two tight ends and two wide receivers. You didn't need to sub them out to like change the forward. You could have just ran it when they were in dying coverage. It was like third and it was like third and nine. They get six yards. Just run it with the receivers on there, so they don't have a chance to switch. Or run Instead, a fucking they, QB they sub everyone like a, out, like you fucking used to. Run to the line and just run behind the fucking center. Exactly. Is it impossible? Yeah, no, we, we didn't run the push push for twenty years, and we always got it. What happened? I this offense just stinks. I watch it. You can watch it every time. You know, except for the first drive, they ran play action. After that, it's going to be run, run, pass, run, run, pass. Short can pass, you, run, run. It's obnoxious. Keep your feet on a. Can you learn how to run on QB sneak though? One time, can you keep your feet when you're running a QB sneak? He just like I, I gets it. a little. Step Mac, to the left I'm not going to criticize everything forward. he does. I'm down on Mac. Mac st- stunk. We Mac, just got to we got to eliminate that game from our system. If he comes back, listen. If that shit rolls into another week, or uh, God forbid, it rolls into fucking multiple bad games in a row. Yeah, then we could fucking say, all right, fuck this guy. Just, 
draft anybody. Trade up for number one and get fucking the kid from USC. I don't care. Sell the farm and get the fucking kid from USC. We can't do it. We're not going to waste an elite defense on a guy that doesn't know what the fuck he's doing anymore. I mean, I'm, the book on him was he's smart. He can make the throws. He's, he's probably got the best brain in the class. Doesn't have a cannon for an arm, but he can make the throws. And he's not his brain is malfunctioning right now. Like, he doesn't know. I don't know. It's like something, something is clear. There's like, look, I, I don't know what it is, but it feels like it feels like coaching because his footwork looks like shit. I don't know what's going on. It's not, it's the throw to Gasecki was like, yes, it was not a perfect throw, but it, I mean, how about, but how about, I know you, we always say, but like, how about someone make a play? Like, no, why not? That, like, he couldn't make a play because he didn't throw that ball to the correct spot. I mean, if he threw that up in the air to a six, six tight end. Yeah. He probably would have caught it, but he threw what, it. Out then what are we doing? If we don't have, but at the same play. time, it's not like, it's not like he was making all, all these other throws all game long. It was the one good. Th- it was the one almost throw he had the entire game, and he missed it. I get it. it he had like, a horrible game. To make. He had a horrible game. I'm uh, duh. We were all. I watched I mean, it. Unfortunately, unfor- But he has had three decent games. I mean, he's made throws. He's we haven't seen him really make. So how about Mac Jones? Honestly, if he's bad this game. There will be Zappy chance. I mean, that's just point Nobody blank. Nobody wants Zappy. Everyone realizes Zappy is shit. Will Greer is the fucking guy. I don't know. Zappy came in late and he stepped up in the pocket and threw it deep in to uh, Parker. And I was like, oh, what was that? What <laughs> Who's was that, that stepping zip? up in the pocket and delivering a ball? <laughs> yeah, and then the, the, next, breaking? the next throw he made was nearly intercepted for fucking. Uh, I was way offline for those games. I was, I was out before. I think I watched the. The first drive of the third quarter, and I was like, "That's I can't." But I was surprised. Well, I, mean, that they only, I, I was surprised that he only lost like thirty-one to three. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna get bad quick." Well, the defense started getting stops. Yeah, I mean, the defense at one point only allowed like the score was yeah, it was thirty-one to three, and at that point, the defense only allowed like ten points. Yeah. All the points was interceptions, fumble recoveries uh, on the offense. Like the defense I didn't think- really. Yeah, that defense scored 14 points, right? So it was fucking basically, yeah. Well, and then they had another pick where they started with the ball inside the 20. So, like, yeah. I mean, it was kind of like 21 points on the offense alone. I, I would enjoy the defense, like, forcing a turnover or two. That would help. That would help the cause. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, ideally. Even in the bad Patriots defenses or the bad Patriots offensive years, like, they would not, I mean, not that they ever really were a bad offense, but, like, when they were, like, subpar offenses like the like max first year they weren't great right but the defense would get like they'd lead the league in turnover differential which is like something that they just don't haven't been doing for the last two years well i mean you don't have any well they did last year last year they're they scored all those touchdowns on defense but yeah, this year yeah. this year they just when you're missing three of your top corners and now four of your top corners Tough to get turnovers. Tough to play yeah. coverage. Tough to get sacks. Tough to do anything. You just now you bring in big muscular J.C. Jackson, who's fucking one one misdemeanor from going to prison for fifteen years. Uh... He's one. He's one. He's one. <laughs> <laughs> one mishap on his probation, and he's gone for the year. Yeah. Jack Jones with him. Him and Jack Jones are going to yeah, be two. Our walk- two of our cornerbacks are going to be fucking chained together in fucking no time in the fucking breaking rocks. And it's just. They're gonna be they're gonna be on work release checking tickets to Gillette the Gillette parking lot. <laughs> yeah, you can park here. Yeah, yeah. You know, I used to play in that stadium. Um, <laughs> Remember me? I'm you know I'm that guy. Yeah. 
So that they're close on that. I mean, you got fucking, you know, John Jones, not really an outside corner. Jalen Mills playing out of position. I mean, who knows? I mean, your defense is, is disintegrating rapidly. I mean, you're like a Jawan Bentley or a Kyle Duggar injury away from a full-on mess at the defense. How about so. for the love? How about this? How about we just let Pop play football? Like that? Yeah, he's I think good. they need to start bringing some electricity back. Like once Marcus Jones comes back, put him on fucking offense. Put guys that can make plays on let's offense. Just put all, honestly, let's have a five-six offense. Like we'll have a bunch of five-eight guys running around. Okay, Tyreek Hill's five-eight. Fucking just let people that can run fast run fast and give them the ball before like Mac can make any decisions. Well, Throw you know what Houston's doing? You know what Houston's doing? Exactly that. They're just throwing slants to Tank Dell, and he's just running a long ways. It, that's yeah. all it is. Yeah. Speed sometimes does is the best thing for people. Like you can just that's a good way to separate. Hey. Talk about uh, speaking about CJ Stroud. He's the number one pressured quarterback in the NFL. I saw him in preseason. He was dog lighting shit, so. it up. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, because they're running, they're running like a, a, a an offense that like benefits the ball coming. Max, our offense has it. When was the last time we ran a slant? Oh, we run them. They run them. We did. When was the last time Max? Throwing the ball when it's supposed to come out. He but, just, well, no, I asked when was, last, when was the last time we caught and threw a slant. Ex- my point exactly. He, he's just he can't even throw slants anymore. The guy who's our sucks. slant? All right, so who's our slant receiver? Because Juju Smith-Schuster, that's who I thought would do it. But that guy, I, I, he plays like eight snaps a game. He stinks. He's, he's stiff Schuster. He he's playing. He's just not making plays. And what Mac has eight uh, completions a game, and they're fucking six of them are to Hunter Henry for. 18 yards, and then two or two a running back. So we can't, like, every deep ball he throws, there's a miscommunication. We have to try and blame, find blame for somebody. Or the ball's just a little overthrown, or it's fucking a little off, or it's fucking... We don't have a deep threat, though. Like, we don't, like, oh, there goes Devontae Parker. There he goes on his 4 9 Parker <laughs> caught more deep passes last year than fucking, like, his whole career. He was catching balls on the sideline all the time last year. He had several catches on the sideline. He sure isn't this year. Bill O'Brien must not see it because this. The, I missed the Patricia offense. <laughs> a, honestly, <laughs> I, I I think they were, there's something like there was a stat. I think like the Patricia offense versus the Bill O'Brien offense was like nearly identical through four games. I, I just don't know what we're doing here. And, and, and I blame Bill. I'm Neggy Bill. You think Patricia is sitting there saying, I told you, motherfuckers. I said the whole goddamn time it was zappy time. You don't want to hear it. Yeah. Eating this fucking fettuccine. You didn't fucking do hey, let's, we should redo the quarterback rankings because preseason we had him. I got math. Preseason we had him at 11. I got I'm Max thinking... squarely. Here's a shocking KP statement. I got Max squarely at 31 right in front of Daniel Jones, who fucking stinks. I thought he was good. Wow, I've had some bad takes yeah, here. Yeah, Brian Dabble, the fucking quarterback whisperer. Now, that guy's got an offense around him, too. Fucking, he's got, he's got that fucking... They brought in the kid from Waller? No. Vegas. Waller. They got fucking Wandale something. I don't know. They hey, got, yeah, but they also has... have the same problem we have. They block, they block less than we do. That's, hey, I don't know a... how. Bad offensive line. They have no one to throw to. Their offense, their offense is terrible. Yeah, they don't have it. They have the Waller guy, and that's it. And they just quad. If you quadruple cover him, it looks like they don't. It's the same thing as yeah. us. For, the good news about us is you don't have to quadruple cover anyone. You just can go man up with with anyone, and you're good. Good that we get to play the Giants this year. I think then that's good. It'll be a, it'll be the most fucking milk toast white quarterback, uh, fucking 
match in history. Two of the most average quarterbacks that, to ever fucking play quarterback in the NFL squaring off against each other. It's like fucking reminds me of like a Brad Johnson. Honestly, you got that match. this week with Derek Carr. Derek Carr stinks. We should have two interceptions. hundred Derek Carr was a high draft pick that held his own on bad teams, was like in the MVP race once. I mean, yeah, but now he has a wet noodle for an arm. He's hurt. The, my hey, Jones has a wet noodle, and he showed up like that. So who cares? As bad as it is, can they get to three and three? They can get to three I think and they three. Can. Not only can they, I'm, they should. They have the Saints and the Raiders. They, they should have to. Have to. And not only is it at the rate, it's at the Raiders. They have to avenge the embarrassing lateral from last year. Half hop back on. I, just, I don't understand. I just, I just hopped back in on the pod. Um, yeah, we stopped talking about. I mean, we were just we ranted on Mac for uh, an hour. I mean, I'm not all the way out on Mac. I've got to put it out there. I'm still positive Mac. Now, this man has one more game like that before the Bills game. Because I'm not flying up there to watch Bailey Zappi quarterback the New England Patriots. I won't do it. So I need Mac to win two straight. I know you're listening, Mac. Win two straight. And we're on good we're on good terms, babe. I don't care how you do it. You can throw for 108 yards. I'm going to call you the best quarterback in the league. But I'd prefer if you threw for 300 so we could all be happy. Uh, I mean, would you go get Jerry Judy right now? Would that help? Would that even help our team? Is he good? I don't think he's like the third best receiver on their team. No, he's good. He doesn't. Nobody. You don't know who's good on that team because Russell Wilson. I'm happy he's not our quarterback because that guy sucks. Mac. Mac is like. Mac's like top twenty five quarterback in the league. If we're being honest here, maybe twenty eight, probably. Mac. Uh, Mac's a top twenty eight quarterback. Oh yeah, easily top twenty eight. Give me twenty eight all day. I mean, I'd put him ahead of. Well, currently, I'd put him ahead of. uh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Yeah. I'd put you know who's putting on a show? Right? Justin Fields is on. They're winning 27 to 3 at halftime, by the way. Yeah. Okay. That he's quarterback is. He's Sam like ha- something like. He's close Sam to like Howell. five. Justin Fields is like five and 30 in his career. That guy stinks. And well, every, five, I, every, I, five, I, every win that he's had, the opponent has scored less than 20 points. So, like, he only can win if his defense is any good. So like, I mean, they did score 27 at the half. I'd love to do that. I, we're not capable, but I'd love it. But those, I bet, were there defensive touchdowns in that? No, he was going – he went off. I mean, he had a really good half. Oh, man. But you know what he – you know who he threw it to? His number one receiver, DJ Moore. A guy – The guy – Like, they traded for him. But yeah, uh, well, yeah, they got a guy. They have a dude, you know? Even when you have a bad quarterback, if you have a dude, he can find him. Here we go. There goes Mac. Mac drops back and throws it to Kendrick Bourne. Nobody gives a shit because that guy stinks. Kendrick Bourne stinks. I won't listen to people like the Spike King and Babs hype this loser up. Kendrick Bourne stinks at football. He's bad at football. He's not a number one receiver. No one said he was a number one receiver. He's a complimentary guy. They signed him for like a million dollars. He was was like the eighth receiver on San Francisco. Your number one guy is going to be Kendrick Bourne this year, and he was good that first game, and then it's like, oh. No, he was not. Juju was supposed to be your first guy. He's the highest-paid guy in the team by more than double, by the way. Well, send him back to China where you're going to do stupid TikToks. I'm done with him, too. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, he hasn't been annoying on Instagram or anything. So, you know, if he was doing that shit and losing, then it would be worse. But, I mean, he's just part of the plan, right? I mean, he's part of a, a no – 
no fun offense. I mean, you want to hear me out? Paid millions of dollars. Hear you what? Hear me out. On hear me out. You literally. I think he's just... available. No, I said Nikhil Harry's available if we wanted oh, to true. kick, he's very kick the wheels. He might as well kick the wheels. I mean, honestly, at this point, what could go wrong? He's he, that guy has got so much money for doing absolutely nothing. I mean, there's nobody ever. He's got the most ski mask fucking bank robber fucking uh, bank account of all time. I mean, he had know. that catch that time. You remember yeah, that catch that time? He did have that catch that time. I mean, uh, I don't know. I just, what else is there to say? I mean, he's got to play better. They're gonna bury the football from last game. Move on. That game never happened. We're Defense one and two go going into home. Defense has to man up. They've lost, they haven't won a game at home this year. Do it in front of the fans. The Sunday at one. Nothing better. Under the Sunday lights. Daddy's gonna be in fucking in uh, in attendance. Doing a pod from the stadium. Lighthouse. The lighthouse. Who's gonna be bringer? Oh, who's gonna be the fucking Lord of the Light? What do they call him? <laughs> the the bringer of light uh, or whatever. So we, uh, we, should, we should do a bet on that every week now. Anytime they do it, because now it's going to just keep getting worse and worse. So they had I Brady, mean, hey, we, Chesney. We, we went with Kenny Chesney. That's an insane move. So, I mean, he's a big Gillette guy. That's why. So like, I, and I could see that that was – and Kraft loves him. So like, now it's going to be like Kraft friends, ex-Patriots. But like, it, the drop-off is going to be significant pretty soon. Like he went Kenny Chesney. Like if he doesn't get – It's going to be – I got Swift, it. I know who it is. He's fucked. I've got it. It's going to be the wife and son of that guy who died in the stadium two weeks ago. No, it ain't. <laughs> you need to dig his ass up, too, and change his jersey. <laughs> what do they call that when they fucking when they take you up out of the ground? Oh, damn it. De- de- uh, it's a D word. Um, I forget. Somebody knows it on the podcast. Now, I think it's his he, wife and kid. It's going to be his wife and kid. It ain't going to be. Here's what I hope happens. It's gonna, it's gonna, go ahead. This feels like a week where it's like the first team to 20 is going to win. So, like, they could score, like, over 20, and the Patriots could just get a win this week. Or is it outside chance that we don't break 10 again? And we end up with, like, seven points, maybe six or nine. And then on Monday we get a video of Rob Kraft just taking the bell off the stadium <laughs> and just heaving it off from the third. Or hanging from it. He just had it. And just smashes in the parking lot. Dude, it's so hard to watch that. It's fucking, I mean, I'm going to bet it's going to be, I don't know. I mean, Edelman, I don't even think Edelman would want to go in front of this team right now, but like he's not nah, Edelman a, would do Edelman's going to do a night game. I got Edelman. At yeah, first he, night does, he does everything for the city. Like he'll be like, he'll be like in the middle of the fucking October Bruins game, waving the flag. And he's like, this fucking guy just loves to be around no, here. It's clearly people who made craft money. So obviously Brady made him the most money. And then Kenny Chesney was the first one to sell out Gillette. Like, like he's the guy. For, yeah. But like, could yeah. he get Taylor Swift. He couldn't get Taylor Swift. No, but she hasn't made him a lot of money. She only had one concert at Gillette. Who else has made craft money? That's uh, a good thing. Morgan Wallen. He could, he could bring Morgan Wallen. Go up there and say his favorite words. Top to bottom. Um, Don't put a microphone in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> Not when he's had a few. You need to ring the bell. Uh, let's say, uh, fucking. I don't I've know. got I mean, that wife. Some... I've got that guy's wife and kid ringing the oh, bell. It's not going to be that. Fuck, it's not, not going to be sob stories. They do that shit at halftime. It's going to be somebody interesting that, you know, I'm just going to go with fucking Keeper of the Light. Like the, maybe a Patriots versus Saints guy. I don't know. I'm trying to think of somebody. I'm just going to say. I have a good, I have a good one. 
head. Maybe, uh, maybe they don't dress Mac this week, and they would just let him ring the bell. Instead. <laughs> ring the bell instead. <laughs> fucking make a wish, child. Go the fuck up there. Here you uh, go, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Take this mallet up to the, the three hundred section. I can't even tell you. Fucking fucking, idiot. It's gonna be like fucking Drew Bledsoe. Probably Bledsoe. Honestly, I've Bob been... should make Asante Samuel bring it and then leave him up there. Just turn so, the elevator that, off. That my official my official fucking guess is Drew Bledsoe. But I actually like Bledsoe. Bledsoe's a good oh, one. Oh, Bledsoe's in town. Zolak posted that. Is he? There you go. I just, yeah. I just did it myself. I answered my own question. I think he's at a, I think he's at Dom's establishment actually based on the photograph I saw. You would say that it was Dom's establishment, but we can talk later about that. Um, yeah. So anyway, let's let's go through our um, let's go through our fucking predictions. I already predicted Drew Bledsoe. That's going to be the, my my keeper of the light. Um, <laughs> the light is very dim right now, Bob. It's very dim. So uh, for this game, must win. This team just lost to Baker Mayfield at home by twenty. Three points, I think. By the way, if Baker was our quarterback, we would love him. Yeah. Oh, Talk please. about a guy who knows how to get a first down on third and six. Dude, I just love just his lowering the shoulder. I like his play style. I don't know why he's been bouncing around from team to team. Like, he's not shitty. But people make he fun made of him. The, he made the conference championship game. Like, Did he do that? With the Rams? No. Didn't know. he have the lead against the Chiefs in the conference championship game? Never. Mahomes got hurt. He was what? beating Mahomes in the what? playoffs. Who was, he, who was he playing for? The Browns. They were beating the Chiefs. Mahomes was hurt, and what's no, his name won the, the game? AC the back of quarterback. Game? Oh, Chad. Is that when Chad Hinney came in and won? It won the game. Mahomes got hurt. They had them. They were up by three at like the end of the game. And they, really? they, that had to be Chad a divisional. That had to be a divisional game. Is uh, maybe it's a divisional no game. Way maybe it's the goat. No the way conference. the Browns made the AFC Championship. Yeah, the Browns. Yeah, have, they haven't made. They haven't won enough playoff games. I don't think to that's do true. that. All right, so I get the Patriots winning, of course. Um, but if I see another uh, episode like last week's out of Mac, it's, I'm I'm down bad on him. So, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna have him here. Still not gonna get any offensive groove. Uh, I'm gonna say they're gonna win like 17 to 10, which is a lot for them currently. I think. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go. Uh, I'm gonna have to do some weird shit here. I gotta change the mojo. I've got Saints. Whoa. 23-20. And I've got Mac throwing for 227 and two touchdowns. In a loss. What yep. did you just say was the score? 20 what? 23-20 Saints. Okay. I was trying to see if you're mad. I was I've been going back and forth. Who am I gonna take? Taking the Patriots. Oh boy. I'm taking them 23-13. Oh, you got them over the twenty. Over the twenty. I mean, that, they got to get the run game going. I mean, the Saints aren't very good. Okay, they're not. They should they have be good receivers. They have, does Matt go? Matt go over under two hundred. Over. No, he ha- he's gonna throw for like. Well, actually, they have a good secondary, but he needs to throw for like, three hundred. How about that? You fucking. Yeah. I mean, it's enough. Enough already. It's the third year. <laughs> like. <laughs> 300 is like baseline quarterback. I agree with y'all so much, but like then I think about it, I'm like, who the shit is he gonna throw for 300 yards to? Who's gonna get open? These bums stink. Dude, I it's you could fucking throw people open. That's a possibility too. You can throw them open, but they have to have talent to do it. Like think about. I know we're not. This is a great. Justin Jefferson's the best receiver in the league. Who's their number two receiver? Uh, A first round pick. 
Fucking Jordan Hawkins. Addison, he's on my fantasy team. He stinks because I'd like him to do my fantasy team with Mac Jones at quarterback but at the helm at 40 Osborne, points last week. But what about, like, the ball that Zappy came in through the back shoulder to Parker? I mean, that was the easiest back. It's the only back shoulder that's been thrown all yeah, year. he threw it in trash time against a backup cornerback. Ooh! It was not in trash time. It was in the third quarter. It was in the fourth quarter when he – it was the end of the fourth – it was the end of the third quarter when Zappy – they brought in everybody. They benched everybody except for, for some reason, Parsons wouldn't come out of the game. Uh, that was – he's trying to get money, I guess. That was an odd move. A lot of rumors circulating around uh... – <clears throat> a lot of rumors circulating right now about Jerry Judy coming home. I don't know, but that's Max College roommate. That'd be huge. I bet you they got along great as roommates. Can you imagine two, uh, you know, less likely uh, pair a duo. Just fucking. And why is that, Tony? No, no, no particular reason. I, just, <laughs> I don't like I don't like country club Mac and and Jerry Judy like hanging out. I don't see it. Why can't I just wait. think they go their separate why ways at night? Why can't Jerry? Why can't Jerry Judy be from a country club? <laughs> it's nothing to do with that. I just think that his country club uh, Mac face is different. He was a country club tennis guy. That's what he is. <laughs> yeah, look, the dial the turntables here on the podcast. Dial <laughs> the turntables. Uh, and now it had nothing to do with that. Um, but anyway. Yeah, bring him home. Fuck it. Put him in there for anybody. I don't know. Who cares? Put him at left guard. Um, <laughs> so we got winners. Um, yeah, so we'll see you next week. I mean, Go what on. a somber podcast. It was. I mean, it was, we're down on the boys, but they got the vacation pod. So it's good for them. We did get a good we get, we get a good start, but I mean, God damn it. Do they, do they stink this week? They yeah, suck. It's so good to look about. I mean, I, we were so hopeful about them going into Dallas and winning. It just, I mean, we keep believing. It's its just, how much longer can you believe? You know what I mean? I don't like, even have the... We lost him. Try to make anything fun. There's just nothing here. There's not, no, why would you? There's no... There was a good a good discussion. I mean, that's what the pod's about. Until next it week. It was a good discussion. Let's just hope we win. And, um, you know, I'm going to put up... I'll do a podcast from the from the tailgate. That'll be up Patreon subscribers only. Go on there, patreon.com slash Podcast. Uh, get your, you know, unedited podcast, no ads, and you'll get the tailgate pods. And then, um, you know, on Twitter, Brady Disciple, Malcolm Go Podcast. And, of course, the Discord's always open. Always having a blast in there, Malcolm, Pod, Malcolm Go Podcast on Discord. Grab, jump on there, talk to the boys. Go past, go. Do your job. All right, don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. Stack receivers two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Uh-huh. Wilson, quick throw. And it's good. Intercepted. Intercepted to Malcolm Butler. Butler has it at the one. Warner goes back to throw, and here's the blitz by Mike Brayden. The back is
love you, man. You did it, bro. I love you. I love you. You're the greatest quarterback in the world, man. Hey, I love you, man.